You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating, and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat. And stay up to date. Hi there, you listen to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today, I'm here in the UK. I'm down south. I'm, I'm away from Yorkshire again. I'm speaking to an absolutely amazing... He's, I was going to say new artist, but he's not new. It's the absolute amazing Tommy Wynn. Hi, Tommy. Hello, Dom. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Um, I'm awesome. I'm, I'm awesome, awesome. That's that's what I love to hear. I mean... Super awesome. The world is starting to slowly kind of like creep out of this darkness, creep out into the <clears> light and rear its, rear its head back out under the covers. How... And I th- yeah, I was going to say, and I, and I think that's why, like, um, you know, bookings are, are, are starting to, um, um, I wouldn't say come in yet because I haven't actually had a new booking, but you know, people are starting to get in contact again, and it just feels like we can see the future again. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, looking through your stuff, looking through your websites, looking through everything that you do, you're predominantly a. You started up as a wedding singer. And you do a lot of like gigs and stuff like that, and a lot of the bookings and stuff coming through that is. Th- I mean, I used to, I used to work as an independent tra- uh, independent travel agent, and I used to go to like the wedding yeah. fairs and stuff like that, and talk to people about their honeymoons, what they want to do, you know, in terms of uh, overseas weddings, and yeah, you could be on the phone with them, messaging backwards and forwards, and for months until something was solid and in the diary, and yes, we're doing this. Has that started yeah. for you then? It it would have done if I mean this is a really pivotal time for me. Um, this is the first year, and probably lockdown has really kind of locked in my way of thinking. So I just to I suppose put it in a nutshell, I knew that I wanted to do some work in the you know original music industry about three years ago. Yeah, but. You know, I'd been doing the, you know, the wedding and the corporate and the, I suppose, the covers side of the industry for 17 years. It was always going to be, if ever I was going to move direction, it was going to be a bit like, you know, trying to turn, you know, a, a cruise liner around. It wasn't just going to suddenly, you know, stop and change direction. It was going to, it was going to take, you know, a, a long, a long time. But I'm really excited. And I did talk a little bit about this with, um, um sw20 on saturday um for the interview that this is the first year that original music has become my priority yeah um and i'm moving more in that direction and leaving the cover side behind it's not to say that i'm not going to do any of the cover stuff because um that's not where that i haven't i haven't built up the original side of my career enough yet but it feels good to in my mind and from a marketing point of view be shifting my focus yeah <clears throat> but, but yes but yes you are absolutely right that's you know that's kind of where i've come come from and i suppose where i still am however i've just recently changed a lot of my advertising so i mean you might still find it if um uh, because i probably haven't um found it all yet but all of my any marketing that I'm doing towards you know weddings and things because as I say I still kind of have to do that to uh, to earn uh, earn some money 
it's no longer Tommy Wynn. It's um, it's Tommy, you know, wedding singer and musician. Tommy Wynn now when you know anyone discovers him or finds him online don't know why I'm talking about myself in the third person <laughs> that's all gonna that's all gonna be first and foremost you know the original singer-songwriter uh Tommy Wynn so so that feels good as well that kind of you know sets my mindset right um because for a while I was like well I just have to stop doing the old and just focus on the new and you know I think it just became clear to me that that would one that would be a bit silly because it's a really big part of my business and you know I've got bills to pay and um and it is quite nice doing uh, doing covers gigs well I've got to say though country chat loves Tommy just loves Tommy's everything that Tommy does country chat really is really impressed <laughs> thanks man I mean even going through the covers side I mean end of the day we've all got to pay the bills and Everybody knows, you know, straight away to start with, when you're doing original stuff, I mean, the Dreamer, the EP, the the Dreamer and Sometimes Life came out in January, you know, officially on all the platforms. Yeah. And it, te- it takes a while for things to build up and create a solid fan base based on original music. So you've still got to have that kind of, the money coming in in the background, basically. Yeah, I think... I think for me, and it's, and it's probably a voice in my, it's probably just a voice in my own head. There's this, you know, the negative voice that, um, you know, we all may um, suffer with sometimes. It's almost telling me you're not authentic while you're still doing weddings and stuff. And I, and I know that's not true, but there's just this bit of me that, keeps kicking myself and telling myself that i don't know why yeah dom i don't i don't i don't know why i do that to myself i don't want to do that to myself (laughs) the thing is though we all do it we genuinely we all it's that kind of not imposter syndrome but kind of yeah it is a bit yeah yeah it's like well i'm doing this but should i really be doing that or you know am i i say to myself quite a lot am i good enough for doing xyz when really all i've been doing all my life is abc yeah. You know, it, it, it happens with everybody in slightly different ways. I think something that I... So uh, th- there's a saying that I really like, and I think it was... Oh, I can't think you did the quote now, so I can't look like one of these really, <laughs> you know, intelligent people who comes out with quotes. You know, be, uh, Oscar Wilde, be yourself, everybody else is taken. And, you know, for a long time, I thought, oh, I'm going to try and be like this person, you know, on the original side, I suppose. I'll try and be like this person. I'll try and be like this person. And then... And I'd heard this saying quite a lot, but it just became really apparent for me. Like, don't try and be the next XXX, you know, be the first, be the first Tommy Wynn. And that's the only person I can be. So I guess I just have to kind of embrace, uh, embrace all aspects of it, really. Um, and I feel, I feel quite, I, f- I feel quite at peace with that now. But also, I think having, so I suppose with that, so the, there, was, there was a single I put out um, at the end of Feb. That I suppose for me, two big things happened. Um, so it got to number four on the singer-songwriter um, on, on the iTunes uh, download charts. Now, I'm not naive enough to know that, you know, that's, you know, that that wasn't an impossible task, but it still took, you know, a good few people to have had to invested to go and buy, you know, buy that. So that sort of said, okay, I've kind of got something um, that people want to, uh, you know, invest in as an original artist. But 
more, but I think the thing that really nailed it for me, that gave me the confidence that, no, do you know, I am an original artist and that's really important psychologically to make sure that, you know, I believe that because if I don't believe in what I'm doing, then who else is going to believe in it? Um, because, you know, he got some BBC radio airplay and that was like, okay, that, that was a big kind of miles that was a big landmark big flag that said oh no yeah you've actually got something that you know the, the bbc have gone yeah we like that we'll play that yeah um so that, so, so that was really that that was a real confidence booster for no i totally get what you mean with when like you got the bbc that are taking music on and obviously the BBC do different things called Uploader, they do different things called BBC Introducing, and when when it's being picked up by certain shows, it is amazing to see. So it's, it's fascinating to see the amount of people interested in, in pushing the music through, you know, the BBC, and there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of artists that do do it, and a lot of artists, can, yeah. they, they get picked up, and it's, it's amazing to hear that you have and it's it's amazing to hear hear particularly new artists i'm going to call i'm going to call you a new artist in this instance because of the original yeah, stuff yeah. absolutely because it it takes a long time it it genuinely does take a lot of time for people to pick people up and already you've done like the birthday bash with carl kendrick S- SW20 yeah. he's, he loves you I, I love your music everybody loves your music and it's, it's amazing to see it really is yeah um, and you're absolutely thank you thank you for saying for, for saying that I, I definitely am a new artist I think that was probably a bit of a challenge Dom as well because I had you know built up in my mind a successful you know business on the you know the corporate and, and, and the wedding industry and I did it full time for lots and lots and lots of years yeah a few years ago when I was, you know, thinking about writing my own material and starting to write it and just trying to get any traction at all, it was, you know, it was it was a dent to the ego because I'm used to getting, I don't know if getting noticed is the right word, but, you know, I'd, I'd learned the business. I, mm-hmm. I, I, knew, I, I knew how to act. I knew how to promote myself. I knew how to behave. And I knew the people in the industry. I think that's the most important thing. And then all of a sudden, I'm still kind of doing the same thing. It's still, it's still the, I'm still a singer with a guitar or a piano or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like, but all of a sudden, nobody knows me. And to a large extent, no one was really that interested. Not in a bad way. It was just... I hadn't, um, uh, I hadn't, you know, built up enough knowledge, you know, about for, for, for people about myself. So it kind of feels really good. I do feel like the last uh, twelve months, and particularly the last couple of months, I've sort of built up momentum. And again, I go back to this. It's just made me feel confident, and that's, you know, I'm starting to enjoy it now. <laughs> So and I didn't. I, I meant. I, I sorry. I, I said on Saturday. I, I know you were very kind enough to tune in. I didn't enjoy the first two and a half years at all. It was just frustration after frustration. Well, that that was going to be my next thing. I was going to say actually was starting off three years ago when you decided that okay, then the original side is where I want to start transitioning. Yeah. What was the kind of like major catalyst that decided that made you want to go down that route? There were two things and they were light bulb moments. Like I don't often have those light bulb moments, but, um, but these definitely were. So I've always been a big fan of country music and even big fan is, is an understatement. You know, country music is, um, you know, it means everything to me. 
it's 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 not just music it you know truly is you know it forms my moods it it you know you, you I, I i think you know what i'm talking about it's just <laughs> uh, you know it's just so much more than just you know songs yeah um but i ne- hadn't i hadn't seen anywhere where country music was um commercially a route that I could go down. Mm-hmm. And then two things happened really close together. Just by pure coincidence, I discovered the I discovered Midland and their video to make a little, um, which I don't know if you sort of have that in your mind's eye if you've seen that, but it's just a really slick cool video of a country band and it was a bunch of guys you know my age making really cool country music and making it really professional and i thought oh wow there is there are people there are people doing it so that was just like so maybe i could do it and it was like i'm never I, it's not like i was gonna make I, mean, I, I love you know i love middle and sound that's kind of you know, really the center of where my real love of country music is. Yeah. Um, and I'll get on, uh, I'll get on to how that sort of evolved, but that was kind of like, to me, that was just like amazing. It was, it wasn't like I wanted to be or write songs like Midland. It just showed me that there was, that, that it could be done in a way that, that I could, you know, I could kind of fit in somewhere, somewhere here. And also maybe even a week or two weeks later, I saw the touring show, a country night in Nashville. Yes. Um, which again, it was just you know professional, slick, and it was and it was country, country down to a T. So it was like okay. So I guess that way it was like oh, it's also happening in Britain as well. But again, there was like there were still so many blanks to be filled in, and it was at that point that um, it just so happened that I'd been posting um, sort of cover videos on on Instagram. I just under, started understanding what a hashtag was and how powerful <laughs> it was. And um, uh, UK Country News um, really kind and started sharing some of my videos. And I got chatting with um, the lady who runs it. And then like a couple of months later, I was uh, working for them in doing interviews at, at C2C 2019. So I got introduced to this, you know, this whole world face to face and um i, sh- I, I want to keep stop saying as i said on saturday because i appreciate that there's people who will hear this who have no idea what i'm talking <laughs> about so I, I'll, I'll stop doing that um so you know i just you know in my very first so i met lisa who runs uk country news and an hour later the three of us uh, the three of us me lisa and ashley mcbride are in the same room together and, and lisa's saying away you go and i was like okay great so we'd so, you know me and um, ashley mcbride had a chat and then a couple of hours later it was me Lisa and um Carly Pierce um and it was just like oh wow this is this is really cool not only am I in you know finding out about this world I'm um I've got this um slap bang in the middle of this uh, yeah like this you know access to um some of the biggest artists um uh in in the world on the UK country stage and and then in the press room was you know chatting with um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna name drop now, but but just because it was so cool. Hunter Hayes, um, Lady A as they are now, um, Lyle Lovett, um, just all, all all of the headline acts, except Chris Stapleton. He didn't do interviews, which was uh, really oh. sad, but um but but all the other A-listers, you know, I 
I was chatting with them. It was just like, you know, as a not like... Look you at know, you like, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there was there was other press people in there, but it was, you know, it, it was quite an intimate setting and it was really great. So it gave me a real insight. But also alongside that, that weekend was all the UK acts as well. So meeting people like um, Megan O'Neill and... Um, the Adelaides, and it was just like, okay, now I can see there's UK people doing it really professionally and really slick as well. So, again, it all just fed into, obviously, my love of country music and being around, you know, other people who love country music, but I was really starting to figure out that there is an industry that I could fit into. Um, But it's one thing to you know, be the guy asking the questions. It was quite another thing to then, well, how do I develop as an artist? Yeah. Because on the cover side, it's really easy. Someone finds your website, they book you, you sing, they pay you. Repeat process, repeat process. <laughs> it was the original music industry. I mean, you know, there's, there's a little bit more to it than that, but you know, it was a, it was almost a business, you know, a, a, a business transaction after business transaction. Mm-hmm. Whereas the original side of it is just like, it's so different. It's just so different. One thing that always <laughs> baffles me is the <laughs> amount involved in trying to self-publicize, and you know, particularly in the independent route is the amount of work that goes into releasing not only you as an artist, but you when you've got singles, when you've got an EP coming out, the amount of press coverage you've got to do, you know, the constant constant backwards and forwards between studio and yourself if you're doing a mix master with somebody else. You know, there's just so much that goes on. And, you know, my hat goes off to all artists that that produce amazing music, you know, like yourself, because there's, there is genuinely so much that goes on. Yeah. I think something I decided a while ago, and this, I think, I hope this will hold me in good stead forever is accept that this is always going to be a journey. Sorry. Yeah. This is always going to be a journey, not a desk, not don't look at, look at it rolls off the tongue. It's such an easy saying. <laughs> Don't think of it as a destination that I've got to get to. It's just, it's it's probably going to be the next 30, 40, hopefully longer journey, uh, you know, in my life. And that takes the pressure off while at the same time uh, is exciting yeah. to keep my um, creativeness flowing. <laughs> That's it. it it's, like you say, it's all about the journey. And the journey is what <laughs> creates these great memories and kind of gives you the inspiration for future songs as well. Because if you just went into the deep end straight away with X, Y, Z hit, and next thing you know, you're this biggest thing, yes, that'd be amazing. Because, mm. you know, you, you're already at the kind of top level. But the actual journey itself, I mean, look at, what's his name? Joe McEldry and Miley Cyrus with the song The Climb. You know, it just... Yeah. The, the, the kind of, if you put that kind of song into a perspective of everyday life and, you know, yourself as an artist, you know, it is relevant. It's it does describe it quite well. And every every step is a journey. Every decision you yeah. make. I'll be watching I'm, you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm quite happy. I mean, the more the you know, the more and more I learn, the more I realise that, you know, you can it depends what your definition of success is. I very early on I kind of thought, well, I have to make a song that's gonna be a hit. And then I, you know, more recently I've realised 
it's not about that. It's not about that at all. As an artist, it's about just creating a body of work which just grows over time. Yeah. Um, and that's really cool. I feel really good about that. That there isn't actually this expectation on me that I've got to. Um, well, not so. I've not got to do anything because I have to set myself, you know, goals and and and, and try and hit those goals. But um, yeah, I think you know, it's uh, lost my train of thought. But um, yeah, again, I think it goes back to it's it's a journey. It's not a destination. It's not like you've got my aim is to do this, which is just this one or two really big things. It's like yeah. no, actually, I've probably got. Um, you know, two dozen things that, that I want to do and I'll try and tick them off over the next 30, 40 years. <laughs> that, that, that's what it's about, though. You know, it's not just about, you know, like I say, you know, creating that hit song. It's about, I always say, you know, if you don't enjoy right, if you don't enjoy the song, if you don't enjoy playing the song, what's the point in having the song? You know, if you're not enjoying mm. the journey, you know, as difficult as the journey may be, you know, you always, you know, nothing that, comes to us in life is never easy you know that we truly enjoy nothing just comes straight on our lap and say here you go you know here's everything that you've always wanted piece of piss you know it's yeah it, 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 it takes hard work and you know when you do the hard work you do the effort i mean you obviously 17 years of singing and developing yourself as a singer has proven you know so much you know because it allows you to yeah. develop yourself it allows you to know where your tones lie i mean to yeah, sing exactly. elton john's rocket man without breaking a no is it's, it's grade a are you referring to a video that's of me doing that on um i don't know on youtube or I, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> no no i i didn't know if you're just using that as a magic because i i can play rocket man all, all the way through without losing a note so i didn't know if that was just a coincidence <laughs> no i genuinely though i mean i I've, I've seen one of the videos, uh, one of the many videos I've watched is obviously your trail. So kind of when yeah. you do cover songs, you know, to give people an insight onto how you sound and how you sing, you know, you've got a kind of a melody, a mixed mashup yeah, yeah. of variety of songs that it goes from like Rocket Man yeah. to Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sorry. You, I know I know the video you're talking about. Yeah, my, there we yeah, go. Sorry, yes, the, 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 pro, the, the, the promo video, yeah. Um, well, I do that on guitar. I do that on guitar. Um, I, <laughs> I'm saying this time. I know if this is a uh, audio, I've got my tongue firmly in my cheek when I say <laughs> this. I lo- I started to learn piano in um, last August, and I can now play on piano as well. <laughs> really? That, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, no, I, I say it tongue in cheek. I say it because I'm just so I'm so pleased that I've always wanted to be able to be able to play piano always like even before i ever sung it was just like it was just a perfect instrument <laughs> and i thought it would take 10 years and i'm like and i've certainly not mastered it because again it's another des- it's another journey not a destination but you know i can I, i'm I, i'm confident i can i can play piano you know i can gig with the piano now and that's oh, i feel so good about that i feel I so bet- happy about that Oh, I bet you're excited to actually have the live gigs again, you know, to be able to go yeah. out and not just take yourself in a guitar, but to take yourself and yeah. a variety of yeah. instruments now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. And that's why I say it, because I'm I'm just so excited about it. Uh, I'm just so I'm just so happy. So, I mean, Rocket Man is is an amazing song in itself. 
And I mean, I, when I was looking through your website for what you actually you know for what you do, there's a list at the bottom of the covers tab. And wow, 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 wow. Talk about talk about a catalogue of cover songs that you can do. If I was to add all the country ones on, I would dwarf that list. <laughs> oh, just I mean, when just I love how I love how you know, separate from the country songs, you know, the two lists that you've got, you've got an acoustic song list and a crooner yes. list. Yes. <laughs> Like, it's because I, I, I was a crooner before I was probably anything else. So at like 18, 19, when I started doing the pubs and clubs, like I, I was singing, I was singing Mac the Knife and My Way and Beyond the Sea before Robbie came out and did it, before um, Westlife did all these, you know, crooner albums. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I, cause it was just, it was just great music. I, I mean, I think musically, I, I've always been quite different. I even think going back to when I was like 11, 12 years old, I don't know, so what would that have been, sort of early 90s? I can't remember what, what was mainstream in the early 90s, but on my Walkman, I was listening to the Beach Boys, Jackie Wilson and Chaz and Dave, and loving it and wondering why everybody else wasn't listening to this as well. You know, I'm one of these people. There are two types of people. You know, there are people who like... Oh, I'll use country music as the analogy. Um, you know, there are people who like country music and there are those that are just wrong and I feel really sorry for them that they don't like it. <laughs> what are your... When you're, say, performing for a a conference or a wedding or something like that, away from the traditional, like, lovey-dovey songs, what are, like, your most requested songs to do? It's really funny. I don't get that many requests. I think because I, you know, have learnt or learned, I never know the difference, you know, what an audience wants. I think I play such a wide range, but I suppose the ones that, you know, really are always the real good, I don't know, you you just can tell, you know, don't let the sun go down on me. Elton John is always one that just everyone seems to, you know, know and be able to sing along to. Um, All of me when that came out, that just became a staple of every single gig. Um, I'm really pleased I can now play that on piano. So that's going to be exciting when I get to when I get to do that. Um, I mean, going back even further to like when I first first started out, Angels, Robbie Williams, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've got to say though, you know the the early Robbie stuff. I've kind of taken taken that up again, and I've been kind of addicted to it. Yeah, I mean, the, oh, I love the early Robbie stuff. I love the early Robbie stuff. Yeah, I mean, particularly around like the circa two thousand four era when like Feel and She's the One and all that stuff. Lots. Oh yeah, they came out. I mean, I've been. You know, because obviously when we when we listen to country music, when we listen to, when we're involved in country music, not everybody is a country, just a solely country music fan. Usually, a broad spectrum of multiple genres. You know, nobody ever listens to just the one type of country. And, yeah, you know that's. I mean, before I really got into country, I was into the indie scene, <clears throat> so like the mm-hmm. alt rock indie with like Radio X and stuff like that with Chris Moyles. 
listen to Kasabian and Oasis and Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. So, but then when I hit the country scene, you know, it was like, wow, this this scene here is amazing. And yeah. you, you get really heavily invested. Now, growing up for yourself, what was, aside from country, what was your kind of like go-tos? Well, I mean, I was very lucky. Both my mum and dad were, you know, teenagers in the 1960s. So, um, you know, we just, you know, everything that we heard growing up was the Beatles, Rolling Stones, the Kinks. Um, yeah, you know, the Rat Pack. Um <laughs> But then, there yeah, I probably got the... Huh? That, that kind of explains a lot about the crooner side then, if you listen to the Rat Pack. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, the first CD, no, it wasn't the first tape I ever brought for myself was um, I'll Do Anything for Love by Meatloaf. Yeah. Um, the first CD I ever purchased was What's the Story, Morning Glory. That was 95, was it? Um, so, yeah, that was probably when I started yeah, getting an independent taste for music was probably the Brit uh, Brit bands. I was always Oasis, not I was never really Blur. Um I really liked the Blue Tones. They were a they were a favourite um, band of mine. Um Ocean Colour Scene. Oh look at that. Oh look at that. Yeah. That was the original that was their first album, wasn't it? Definitely maybe. I've um for reference for everybody listening to this audio podcast and I've just shown Tommy a a certificate thing I've got. I've got a like a gold plaque thing of Oasis is definitely maybe with everybody's signatures on as well as the disc underneath it and I've had that for a few years now and oh, it's one of my favorite little things here I mean considering this bench is like predominantly country music there's <laughs> I've got all the country music banners behind me and I've got flags dotted around it's that's the one thing that isn't and I'll always have that with me because it's what we do, do you know what go on yeah no go on I was just saying uh, that it's kind of like a a reminder that not everything is just one sole thing. You know, it's a kind of everything's a broad spectrum. You know, everything kind of leads to each other, and everybody's got a path that they take through life, and it's not just one set yeah. path. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, c- country music has always been present. Yeah, uh, you know, I mentioned those artists. You know, growing up, I could have said another. You know, I, I should have added. You know, Johnny Cash in there, and. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the. I'm, I'm trying to picture my dad's old sort of cassette tape rack. You know what was on, <laughs> what was on, what was on there. Um, and it's, I've, my mind's gone blank now. But uh, you know, all the country. He, you know, he was a massive country uh, country fan. Um, so I probably only listened to. The, I mean, I listen to country every single day. I probably only ever listened to the other types of music, which lot of uh, nostalgic to me like 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 brit pop and stuff like that if i'm with certain people so if i'm hanging out with my old schoolmates i'll, I'll probably listen to that with them yeah you know, that'll be I'll, I'll purposely put that on in the car when we could travel in cars together rather than rather than country but if it's just me it's always country it's all it's always country um i don't like to be unfaithful to country music very often you see because i'm very faithful to my country music that that helps me tie everything in together now because i talk about all these different genres i talk about everything other than country <clears throat> in particular your covers list but when you're watching the videos of yourself singing these different songs with your tones with the way that you sing and you take a song and make it your own in a way you add a country element to it you add yeah 
you know, you know, you, by the tone, <clears throat> by the tone of your voice, by the way that you present a song, you strip it down to an acoustic level. You you add that extra little bit of feeling to it, and it's something I well, really that, love. Thank you. Uh, that's really kind of you to say so. And yeah, I I think that is because you know, at, in my heart and soul, I, I I am I am country. I just yeah, never have never used it commercially because it just wasn't it wasn't really what people wanted on that on that side of the industry i would drop i would drop some in every now and then but i knew it really wasn't what people wanted um because what i used to do is i would send over like a proposed set list and then i would say so this is this is what I think is going to work well, but I really would appreciate, you know, your input and your favorite songs in there as well. Cause that list on the website is not, is not the full list. There is a, an Excel spreadsheet that just would look silly on, on a website. Cause it's just so, so long and there's plenty of country songs on there, but they never get added yeah. by the client. Sad, sad face, but that's, but that's cool. That's not what I'm, that's kind of not what I was doing on that side of things. So you can imagine my excitement the last few years as much as i've said that i've been frustrated there's always it's frustration because i know that it's obtainable Mm -hmm. i just couldn't figure out how to obtain it and i'm starting to now understand how to how to get hold of it and use country music as a as a way of expression and also to people that actually love it as well like like so that's all i want to really do now i just want to you know, I just want to be in and around country music and perform it and show people who I really am without people going, oh, that's that's nice, that's nice. Actually, people going, yeah, I feel like that about country music as well. Yeah. That's the best thing in the world. It's Definitely. the best thing in the world. I mean, that's it. I mean, one thing that I always find frustrating is whenever you talk to people who don't usually listen to country music, they always think it's this gunslinger, West, you know, Western, old-style thing that just sounds very... Yeah you know, very, very classic, you know, 1940s, 1950s, 1960s. And particularly currently, you know, you, you talked about speaking to like Ashley McBride earlier. You know, if you used to play that to a lot of people who are all, all the naysayers, they'll probably t- change their minds. You know, they'd, particularly with yourself, you know, with your music, particularly Tell Me. Tell Me isn't just, isn't just a standard country no. song. It is yeah. it is country song with a bit of flair with it. Well, it's interesting you say that because I had a bit of a dilemma when I released that because I keep saying that I'm country, 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 and then I wrote "Tell Me" and then you know put it together musically, and I was like, this is not really a country song. Yeah, it's got some country elements in it. So I I released it in the singer and songwriter category because my heart just said it's more singer and songwriter than it is than it is country. Um, and I was like, oh, I've done all this work trying to get, you know, trying to feed myself into the country scene. And now I'm not even releasing it on iTunes un- under the country charts. But I think that goes to show how, you know, how diverse it is. Um, I mean, I just recently, I've got it in front of me here, just recently made a, a Spotify playlist called Fall in Love with Country that I need to promote a bit more. See, I'm one of these people who, you know, country, so country music I've, I've you know, sort of written a little blurb country music is as wide and diverse as the lands it is made on and the people that create it and i like what uh, chris christopherson once said you know if it, if it sounds country man that's what it is it's a it's a country song so 
my my fall in love with the country playlist goes from Vince Gill to Laurie McKenna, Midland Cam, John Prime, Casey Musgraves, Brandy Carlisle, Ashley McBride, Keith Urban, Katie Crows, Ryan Bingham, Easton Corbin, Willie Nelson, Blake Shelton, Craig Campbell, William Michael Morgan, me, put me in there, um, Amelia Quinn, Chris Christopherson, Kelsey Bovey, George Strait, Waylon Jennings. I mean, that is a very wide spectrum of artists, mm-hmm. but also a very wide spectrum of the music that they create. But in my mind, it, it can all go under the country banner. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you know, that was how I felt about those songs. Some some people might go, oh, it's not really country. It's like, well, I think it is. <laughs> you see, you talk about, like, you know, putting into the singer-songwriter category. Now, to me, singer-songwriter and country can go very, very, very close hand-in-hand. Hand. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you know, you mentioned, like, Amelia Quinn and Kelsey Bover there, you know, two great UK female artists. You know, another one on top of that that used the singer-songwriter category is Harriet Rose. And she's got a phenomenal voice. And I put you yeah. all in that kind of same, that same feel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will... There are country tracks that I have got... I mean, I've got so many tracks that I've that I've written and I and I plan to release, and some of them are... There is... They are very... That, that, some of them are that country that you talked about, that I think what Britain considers country music to be, uh, or maybe England considers country music to be, because actually Scottish and Irish country music is actually very... Can can be very different to, um, you know, and it's it does frustrate me that yeah that that because you don't have to dig much to discover that country music is more than the way you described it, but it does frustrate me that that is what a lot of people just think. But I think that's because the mainstream media, when you talk country music, that's pretty much all they're exposed to because the journalists or whoever is making the programs are just a little bit lazy and don't want to dig further and actually realize that it's 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 a bit of that yeah and i love that bit of it but it's so much more <clears throat> i mean i mean as, i don't as, know why Go <clears throat> i'm going to say aside from the you know the independent like indie radio stations, you know, the amazing shows like Arc Radio, SW20, uh, What I Do With UKCountryRadio.com, you know, they're solely fixed on country, like BBC Radio 2. During, yeah. Obviously, on Thursday, they've got Bob Harris's uh, country show. And throughout the week, though, they're incorporating a lot more country music throughout its generic yeah. playlisting. And it's great to see. Yeah. It's great to hear the diversity that it, the way that it actually fits kind of nicely in alongside stereotypical you know radio running orders agree I, I can't disagree with everything anything you just said yeah absolutely going on to tell me then so tell me yeah. is the most recent release that you've got yeah what was it That's like correct. after releasing your ep which contained The Dreamer and Sometimes Life. What was it like then releasing Tell Me as a single? Well, I'll tell you something which not a lot of people probably know because um, I'm just not not that well known. I did actually release an EP 
before that but i took it down because i just i wasn't happy with it and it actually featured sometimes life and i think it features sometimes life on it but it had a couple of other tracks on it and the title track on it it just wasn't i think i was just too much in a hurry to get some music out there and i ended up taking that down um so yes for the purposes of when we talk when you know when we talk in five ten years time yeah you know those that that first ep will be the first ep um and that was that was great because um yeah i felt like they were two songs that really represented me um and i felt that they were you know does i don't know what the right word is designed produced performed to the highest level that I had the, you know, ability to afford, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really, so I was really pleased with them. Um, but they're not like, I think I had to write songs like that and get those songs out first, but sort of looking back on them, I don't think I, you know, if I'm ever going to ha- add, have release songs like that again, they're going to be songs on a much larger you know, they're, they're probably going to be tracks, you know, seven, eight, eight and nine, if it's an album, because I don't, I mean, I, I, I might be wrong, like thinking this, but I, I don't know how commercially, um, you know, big, you know, they could ever be. But then music is subjective. Some people could hear those songs and go, oh, that really touches me. That really moves me. And actually, they were both written, you know, really honestly about, you know, about my about my feelings about the different subjects that I talk about in in the song, so I guess I should be a bit more pr- proud of them than um, than maybe I'm not I'm not I'm not not proud of them, but um, <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm saying, Tom. <laughs> uh, I'm, what? I'm, I'm, so okay, then you you released the EP that was taken down. What was yeah, yeah. the kind of things that were going through your mind the moment that you published it, and then like that night, then and then the. F- subsequent nights before you took it down was you like panicking or um that's a good question that's a really good question i knew there were a couple so it was a four track ep and i knew there were just some songs on there that could have been better and i thought if if this is going to be my first thing that people are hearing and learning about me and i don't know when the next thing (laughs) is going to be yeah it's really not good It's, it's it's really not good enough for me I don't want this to be the thing. I don't want this to be my first impression. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible, but it just didn't live up to my personal level. Um, so I took it down. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Kezia Gill, she did the exact same thing. Her very first out, uh, oh, really? EP, she took down, and then took a few songs from that that she liked, and then put it into her first album, which was Kezia. So yeah, that's kind of oh I feel better now. <laughs> I feel a bit better now, Dom. <laughs> End of the day, you know, you know in your own heart what you like. You know, it's like what I said slight, uh, about ten minutes earlier. Um if you don't enjoy it, if you don't if you don't respect it yourself, how can you expect anybody kind of else to appreciate yeah. it? I mean, it's it's your baby. You're, you've got to go up there, you know, in front of a crowd and sing it. And if you're yeah. not happy with the way that it sounds, then should it be up and yeah you've, you've done the right thing in yourself because if you've ever got self-doubt and you you know it's genuine self-doubt not just that kind of like niggling nerves like oh will people like this because you'll always have that but that kind of yeah. like oh is that really good enough 
then you've done the yes. right thing. And as long as you take that and then develop yourself, which you have, and improve, yeah, then yeah, everything's right. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, I feel really cool about it now. I feel really happy that that's, you know, it's a small body of work that's out there, but actually it's an EP and a single that I'm really proud of. Um so yeah, you know, it's uh, it's 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 the you know, a few a few stuttering starts, but I do I do feel like yeah, the journey has really properly started now. Talking about the journey that started, what's kind of like the next steps for Tommy? What what are your next kind of moves? So I want to release one of the songs that was on the EP that I took down is a song I'm really proud of. And it's probably a little bit, has got more potential to be, um, com, you know, a, a sort of a commercial success. And I say potential because, you know, that's uh, that's all ever these things are at, 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 at stage one. Um, to, and I'm probably deliberately going to, when I, you know, when it when it's produced, make sure it sounds like something that country hits could pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think, yeah, I think that's what I want to do with, you know, it'll definitely be released in the country, um, genre. It is a song, which is, I wouldn't say it's country. I wouldn't say it's poppy, but it's, it's definitely broad enough that, um, it could, you know, it could get on country hits, let's say, you know, the, um, and, but it, but it's also still very honest and true. Um, so that's, that's the next, you know, sort of skipping over, over tell me, um, yeah, that's the next. That's the next thing, um, and then, and then I get. I guess it depends. Uh, my finances is a big one. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been really encouraged recently by. Um, oh gosh, what's her name? She does quite a lot of Twitch. Um, Daisy Shoot. I don't know if you saw. She like recently raised like over twelve thousand pounds from doing online, from doing streaming online. It was a. It was a website called rocket fuel where they you know a bit like um what do what do you call it when you get people to in there's these uh, crowd like it's like a crowdfunding thing yeah but it's it's specifically designed i think for for musicians so you know she's raised thousands and thousands of pounds under the banner um of you know this you know the the the, the money is going to go towards creating creating new music so that's something I'm I'm definitely going to explore. Um, you know, giving something something of value to someone, whether that just be you know a live performance, which people can give a you know a pound or two, or actually you know selling um, you know handwritten lyrics or um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I've got a list <laughs> I've got a list in the lounge of you know things of unique value related to my artistry which people can go oh yeah I'll, I'll i'll have that for 10 pounds or 15 pounds yeah and build up you know and and build up a um a kitty i suppose where i can just keep creating creating new music is there kind of going off that then similarly is there kind of plans for a merch store on your website are you going to redo your website if you're kind of rebranding yeah, well, interestingly, um, yes, yeah, yes is the short answer. It will start to look more like uh, yeah, an, an original artist website. I mean, the homepage um, is is a you know is focused on my original music. That was only changed a couple of weeks ago, 
and like for 17 years it was always tommy win party and wedding singer you know or or you know worse to that effect yeah but you know that's gone now you, there, there's now a page within the site you know cover music which which talks about that um and when i design the new website that might not even be on there i, I might just separate you know, I might just separate that entirely and just advertise that separately um, because I might. <laughs> well, you can do. I mean, obviously, Tommy Wynn, singer and guitarist, you know, is is you. You know, if you're doing weddings and stuff on the side, it's just, it could be separate business enterprise. And Yeah, I don't know. I just don't feel... Again, I just don't feel like if I'm gonna be a truly author, and this is just this is just me. This is just how I feel about it, mm-hmm. and how I feel feel about myself. I just think if I'm gonna be, I just think I need to not do wedding. No, not not do wedding gigs. I don't know, Dom. I think I'm still. I think I'm still that big ship turning around at the moment. I haven't still. I haven't quite figured out the navigation of it yet. But you know, I'd like to think that financially, I'm learning about the industry and moving towards where I only have to do original music. Yeah. You know, because that's, but then who knows, Don, maybe I would do that and like then miss singing rocket man. <laughs> cause I love, <laughs> cause I love performing songs like that. So <coughs> I'm trying to not like pinpoint too many things and say, right, this is going to happen. And then this is definitely going to happen again. That, that phrase I keep using, it's a journey. It's a journey. That is, I mean, it, you do whatever your heart tells you to do. Because if you don't enjoy, well, not so much if you don't enjoy, but if you don't want to focus on one side anymore and you want to focus on the other, then just just do you. You know, you do you. That's what it's about. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, I'll give you a t- t- teeny example. An artist, uh, uh, an artist I really admire um, yeah. is uh, Megan O'Neill. Like, I think she's such a pro her you know her marketing is always really spot on she makes great music and sometimes my my i say to myself i bet she doesn't do weddings and because she, she's a real artist and maybe that's that imposter syndrome in me <laughs> i'm just like i want to be an artist i don't you know a bit like her where she she's so true to being her, you know the artist that she is i'm just like Bet she doesn't do wedding gigs on the side. No, there's anything wrong with doing wedding gigs on the side. Again, it's just my it's just my silly internal voice trying to kick me. A stupid voice. <laughs> Think, no, I, I, I get that. I genuinely do get that. But then you got like, I mean, I've I've used Casey already as an example in regards to the you know previous songs. But she did the exact same thing. You know, she was doing exactly what you're doing now. The wedding roots. The the commercialized, you know, singer songwriter going off and singing and building that music and money that fan base up. Yeah, and yeah. now she's able to do music more as a full time thing. You know, she's doing what you're doing, so it's not like it, you're not in, you're not alone, basically. No, 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 and I do know that every now and then I do see an artist that I thought was just an original artist, and actually no, that they, they they do exactly the same thing as well. But you know, they don't. They probably advertise it differently. So I, I mean, I don't. You know, I I try to talk less and less. You know, in in this context that we're doing now, you know, I, I'll try to talk less and less about that side of things. But then I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't because, like like you say, it's all it's all me. I I think I think for me it's about you know I'm still 
I'm still figuring out my identity as a, you know, as an original artist. So there's going to be, um, yeah, there's going to be lots of questions that I'm going to be asking myself, I think. Yeah. And, and plus I'm my, and my own, I, I'm my own worst bloody critic as well. So, <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, we, we all, like I said, with that self-imposter syndrome, you know, we nobody tells us that. It's, it's whatever goes off in our own head. You know, we're our own worst nightmares. And yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not a bad thing though. That that that's what I'm trying to kind of come across. Is even though you're doing like the event singing and wedding singing, as much as you don't want to talk about, you know, it's still an integral part of your development as a singer. You know, being able to go off and go into a random room of people sing a not a, yes you might have a predetermined set list but i can imagine the set list kind of changes depending on how certain people react to certain songs and it's about yeah. it's about learning to read the room and develop a list to match the room and that can that'll that'll translate to a crowd that you're singing to you know some people might like tell me more than they like the dreamer so you'll know when to add certain songs in yeah, I mean, something I was really encouraged by in uh, last summer was that actually I did a wedding and their first dance was Lead Me Through Tomorrow, which is the song which I'm hopefully going to be releasing next. So it was like, wow, their first dance, they actually wanted my original song. So, yeah, the two maybe can go can go hand in hand. I, again, I, that's why I'm being really careful not to pre-decide like almost like I know what's going to happen next because I would never have guessed that that's that and I guess maybe that's a, a self-confidence thing yeah but like I, ref, I, I sometimes I reflect I, when I reflect on that I'm like wow they chose as their first dance the most important song at their wedding a song that I wrote because the lyrics fitted their life bloody hell <laughs> that there though kind of that must make you feel some level of euphoria because you as a singer songwriter is you're doing your job. You're allowing people yeah. to take your emotions, your kind of thoughts and feelings when you've penned that song and then they've kind of molded it to their life. And that is the whole purpose of being a storyteller at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, I think I do. I think I, I think I do feel that, that way i'd probably like to feel it a bit more but again that's probably i don't want to be too negative on myself but um i'm a bit of a i'm a, I'm a bit like that sometimes <laughs> now towards I'm like yeah <laughs> towards the start of the chat that we had you you was referenced yeah. quite a lot to the show on saturday now just for a yeah. remind yeah. everybody that carl kendrick from sw20 <laughs> did a zoom session where you yeah. were sat chatting with carl and just going through life similar to this yeah but more of a public forum and yeah. i've got to say I said it on there, Linda's said it in the past. You look so dapper when you're wearing your Who said it? Linda. Uh, I'm I'm sure I'm sure Linda said it. She might have said it to Simon Birds, but very similar. You know, the whole the waistcoat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I well images thanks, man. Image is another thing that I've kind of struggled with on the countryside. Again, 
talking about the covers thing that was really easy you go suited and booted to a wedding that's just that's that that's what you do <laughs> but then the countryside is um that was a whole uh, you know i really over these last few years i've you know i've really changed i've like start of i thought no i'll be the t-shirt and baseball and trucker's cap guy and then i was like no i'm gonna be the cowboy hat and there's some good, real good promo material. I was really pleased with um, that is, yeah, real country, kind of like the yellow glasses and, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, cocktail stick in my mouth. And, and I really like that promo, but I thought, ah, oh, it's fun looking like that. That's not really me. I think I am a suit. I think I am a suited and booted guy, but I don't really want to wear a, you know, a pinstripe grey, you know, <laughs> three-piece suit. So it was like, I found this suit, the one that I wore on Saturday, you know, it's kind of, it's a bit, you know, it's a bit rustic. It's a bit Americana, you know, and I thought I feel really comfortable looking like this. So I think that might be, and, and because I, you know, I am a massive fan of, you know, the traditional side of country um, as well, you know, all those old, you know, you know, Johnny Cash, you know, he, he always wore a suit and I always liked that. Yeah. Uh, Lyle love it, you know. He 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 always wears a suit, but you know, but he's country, so yeah, maybe I can be the suited and booted. But I think I think it's like again, it came down to I can keep thinking, what do I want to do? But it, the question kept saying, you know, you you you've got to feel like you're being authentic. And I think what I was wearing on Saturday, I think that may form the basis of my of my look. One, it fits in with country. And two, it's how I feel really comfortable. I just need a pocket watch to sort of every now and then just kind of <laughs> lift up like that. Whilst um, riding a trusty steed. No, that's too far for oh, me because is... I don't ride I don't I, I don't ride horses, so I can't I can't suddenly, you know, bring in riding horses because I don't I don't ride horses. Oh. But I do wear suits a lot. <laughs> See, that, 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 that's the issue now, though, is in my head, I've created this picture of you coming into a show wearing a wearing your suit, wearing your glasses and having your pocket watch in there now. This is this is everything that's going <laughs> off in my head right now. Riding yeah, in yeah, on yeah. A, a tan stallion. Or not side saddle, but, you know, just casually, or even, you know, even just straight bareback without a saddle. And I mean, if I had a horse, then, then fair enough. But I'm not going to get one just, you know. You and know, then to, to ride into a like. gig, just casually just crawl up onto the stage, trotting onto the stage with this horse and then just kind of like jumping down and like, I'm Tommy Wynn. Yeah, but again, that wouldn't be authentic. That, no, I couldn't do that because that wouldn't be authentic. Cause, look, but look, here's that picture. I know this is a podcast, but look, just so for you. Yeah. But even that for me is like, no, you, you don't really wear hats. So why are you wearing a hat? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another one. But I, again, I know this is a podcast, but I'm just going to do one could just ju- just for you. It's the, you know, it's the Willie Nelson look. You know, again, I really like this. But again, I don't wear bandanas. <laughs> so I would really, if I always wore a bandana, I could, you know, wear bandanas. But because I don't, I'm like... What are you doing wearing a bloody bandana, you idiot? <laughs> I mean, well, two, three years ago, I never used to wear hats because they used yeah, to really yeah. irritate me. And like jewellery yeah. as well. I've Only the past year I've had my ear pierced. I'm now wearing bracelets. I've got a ring on my finger. Just things like that. I never, ever thought I'd ever do. But 
And yeah. now you kind of adjust and just you go with the flow. You never know in a year's time, two years' time, you might be wearing a bandana and think, why did I not do this before? This is so comfortable. I think as my hair gets longer, I mean, it's pretty long now. And again, this is really good for podcasts, but, you know, <laughs> um, not that I would wear it quite like this. Um, but, uh, yeah, I might have to start wearing a bandana. <laughs> That's it. I mean, we talk about merch. You could have your own Tommy Wynn bandana merch. Oh, I think when I when I get into merch, yeah, I think that's when maybe that where I might get that horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I can make money out of it, then yeah, maybe I will um, be, uh, be, be, be a mercenary for the uh, for the products. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, lead me through tomorrow. You briefly mentioned it a second ago because it was used in a wedding song. You're releasing that soon. As soon as I can raise the funds. Because I have decided that I'm not putting any more money on credit cards and <laughs> things like that for my music. Plus my wife, um, you know, she won't let me either. And I don't think that's actually, you know, a very good way to, 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 to do it anyway. I need to learn how to, you know, make um, money out of my original music and then just reinvest it all, to be honest, because mm -hmm. it is such a new th a new thing for me. It has made me some money. So it's for me, it's, it's a, you know, it's from a business point of view, it is now scalable. I can see how it's scalable. It's just, um, yeah, it's just uh, doing that and then, yeah, investing the money um, into it. So one thing I hope to do in May is do some of these crowdfunding videos and sort of, you know, get a target, I don't know, maybe, you know, 500 pounds and, you know, offer offer certain things that people can buy or purchase or just, you know, donate a pound or two, you know, because I'm doing a live gig, um, just, hey, say thanks by, you know. And once I hit that target is then get that, um, yeah, get that song, uh, get that song recorded and, and get it out there. And it ha I haven't definitely decided it's going to be called Lead You Through Tomorrow. Um, that is... In that those words are in the song, but yeah. I might go for something a little bit, a little bit more, you know, short and sharp, like like tell me, like the dreamer, like sometimes life. I'm excited. We'll see, we'll see. But I'm quite cool about it. I'm quite, I'm quite relaxed that I now feel I'm on the right path, so I'm not desperate to jump into big decisions. 2022, I want to get on the festival scene. I suppose I want to make sure that I'm releasing enough music this year and building up the fan base. I mean, I'm quite lucky that, you know, the, 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 the Tommy Wynn social media pages, you know, do have, you know, okay numbers. Um, but let us, for me, it's right now, let's build original fans, however we want to, you know, define that into those social media platforms um, and hopefully release some more music have a few more people say nice things about me that the bookers for the festivals will then go, yeah, he seems like someone we want to have on the, have on the bill. So 2022 is going to be the year of Tommy Wynn. Yeah. I don't want to put too much pressure on myself because I don't want to, you know, get really frustrated, but yeah, I think it's got the potential to be a very important year. Looking, <laughs> certainly, certainly looking forward to it. Final few questions are going to be slightly away from music. So, usually food-based. Now, do you have a certain dietary 
lifestyle? Do you are you vegetarian, vegan? Are you meat eater? Meat, lots and lots of it. Barbecues and lots of them. What's your go-to barbecue food? Uh, I, I guess I just like you know all the, all the regular stuff: chicken, sausages, burgers, halloumi. I love halloumi on the barbecue. One thing I've been really enjoying, I think it's, where do I get it from? It might be in Aldi or it might be in Tesco or something like that. Halloumi fries, like ones that you just mm, stick yeah. in. You yeah. can stick in oven or you can put it on barbecue and just let them just toast a bit and just ooze a little. Just, mm. I, I just, I love, you know, I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the barbecue guy in our, in our house. I'm not like a really great barbecue and I haven't got like a really special barbecue, but like put me next to the bar, if there's fire and food cooking and a beer and I've got country music on just like you know I'm done I'm 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 halfway to heaven already <laughs> if you if you've ever you got, got a back garden party with barbecue beers and country music just yeah. let me know and I'll be there in 2 hours one of my dreams and I this is something I I genuinely do want to do probably like if um, I've just turned 40, by the time I've turned 50, I want to have like a barbecue, like street food is like so, so popular now. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to have like a, I want to be a, a you know, a, 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 I, don't, I don't want to say I want to be a street, a street food vendor, although that would be really, really cool. But like, I want to have one of these barbecue trucks or something. Yeah. And it's, and it's all focused around country music and, you know, you know, oh. Texas food and stuff like that. And like, I mean, that would just be perfect for me if I can be cooking and like, and then, and then I'll just like, I'll just be, a, right, I'm going to do a set now, take off the apron, yeah, you know, and then go, and then go and do a set and then get back behind the grill, like in a, in a field somewhere full of people that love country music. I mean, seriously, I would be, I would then be in heaven. Oh, you need to get in touch with like Long Roads Fest or um, Dixie, um, Tennessee Fields or um, like Buckle and Boots, you know, where they've got these big open fields and they do these festivals to have a barbecue truck and then just rock up and then when you go on for your set, be like, okay, then, yeah, oh, here I man. am. Uh, there, there is, you know, but Blake Shelton's got, got, got his own um, like barbecue kind of ish like restaurant um, yeah. in Nashville. But like I think of it a bit like Rocky, you know, you know, in the, the the Rocky Balboa film where he like had a restaurant, he had an Italian restaurant, it, it retired from boxing, yeah, and people would come in, you know. And this is how I see it in my mind. You know, by that time, I've had a few number ones, and like you know, people come in, and you know, I tell a few stories, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, get, get get my picture taken, and then. Uh, you know, I'm flipping, uh, I'm flipping burgers. You know, in the kitchen. That is the <laughs> that's dream. The, that's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> All right, final, the final couple. Um, now, snails. Would you ever be inclined to try snails? No. No. <laughs> Straight no. And, and unless they, unless they, I could put them on the barbecue. Ooh, barbecued <laughs> snails. <laughs> I can't imagine what they'd be like. Yeah. I've never had snails, so I wouldn't know. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. Jaffa cakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they a cake or a biscuit? Uh, biscuit. We're, we're not because you can, Because you can consume, you know, you don't consume four or five cakes at a time. You do consume four or five biscuits at a time, and Jaffa cakes, that, that's what you do with them. I don't know who you know, but I could consume four or five cakes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Uh, I don't mind it, yeah. Ah, oh, fair enough. Uh, that, you've redeemed yourself. I'm happy with that now. <laughs> we can, I'm yeah. going to end it there. <laughs> That's it. You know, if, if 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 there's a beer on the side and, um, you know, maybe I can have a curry with it as well, you know, yeah, why not? Oh, next to, next to your barbecue, you need one of those um, pizza, clay pizza ovens and do some stone-baked pizzas. Oh, that sounds good. I'm hungry now. I think I think tonight's going to be pizza night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy. Thank you for coming Cheers, on. Cheers, Dom. Oh, no, thank you for for uh, for letting me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I can't wait to catch up with you soon and actually get to start seeing live, in-person performances. I, know, I, th- I think that's another thing that feels really good is, you know, over this last 12 months you know, have built up relationships with people, you know, albeit virtually, that actually when we do actually, you know, meet, we've, you know, we've already got a bit of a history and that's that's lovely because that's all part of the community element of it. You know, I'm, I'm a real people person. Um, I love being on my own as well. But, um, you know, if I can be in a room with you and, you know, Carl and I could, you know, I could, I could list off, you know, 20, 30 people, you know, we all share this, you know, love of country music. There is, and that is why that there is something very special about this genre of music. It does, it does really like relate us yeah. in a way that I don't know if I'm sure other music probably does that for some people, but for me as country, and I, I love that. I love that. I think <laughs> that that <clears throat> that's what helps being in the UK and being in the the country music scene here is because it's so fresh faced because it's not been going for the past 70 years. It's yeah. we're kind of developing ourselves here and we're finding each yeah. other and it, becoming this community. And it's great to see. Yeah. And I think the UK country scene as, you know, just as its own entity is kind of its own little thing as well. It's, it's country, but it's, but it's, it's UK country. And I love that. I just, I just want to, I just want to be part of the gang. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're all friends. Yeah, no, that, that is a big part of it. I just want to hang out with other like-minded people and have a beer and, you know, enjoy life with each other. Common I mean, denominator. Is, it's, it's ent- <laughs> yeah, which kind of flows into, you know, country music anyway. It's, uh, oh, we could we could go on and on, Dom. Oh, we <laughs> certainly can. Thank you, Tommy. And, and maybe... We will one day. We'll uh, at a festival. We'll have some late night, uh, a late night session, and talk rubbish, but good ooh, rubbish. Oh, <laughs> late night session, middle of middle of the field, campfire in front of us all. We're all sat around in a circle. There's a couple of guitars around. You can hear a bit of strumming the distance. A couple of marshmallows toasting on the uh, on the fire. You have got a saucepan with some sausages sizzling. So you got that smell of cooking. And just general chit chat, just talking about life and country music with a couple of beers. Uh, I mean that that oh. that'll do me, mate. That'll do me right there. <sighs> I'm 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 in heaven right now. I could I just go yeah. to sleep and just never wake up. I know, but that you know that's that that is one of my a one things. You know, I just I I love that. I love that idea. So bring it on. Bring, bring it on. on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It has been a genuine pleasure. I hope you all have a wonderful week and see you all next time. Bye for now.
That was the Country Chats Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews and general chit-chats on all things country music.